This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A family out of their Black Forest home following an overnight house fire. Black Forest Fire Crews say the fire started just before 1 this morning near the intersection of Pinery and Brentwood Drives. Crews say the fire made its way from a wood stove to the break of a chimney box. That's when the daughter in that family heard the fire and alerted her parents, allowing them to get out of the home safely and without injury. Those impacted by the Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs are preparing to speak out in the nation's capital. Two survivors of the shooting, Michael Anderson and James Slaw, as well as club co-owner Matthew Haynes, will discover discuss the deadly tragedy in front of a House committee this morning. Yesterday, they attended President Biden's signing of the Respect for Marriage Act, signing that into law, with Haynes saying standing up to hate is important. It's also very important that that this does not happen again, or that we can at least uh, start to start to or continue to to change change the hearts and minds of, of people. Today's hearing will also take a look at what the committee described as a rise in anti-LGBTQ violence. The hearing set to start at 8 a.m. our time. New details now about the deadly Copal accident that killed two workers in Pueblo over the summer. According to a recently released statement from the Department of Labor, safety procedures and inadequate training are to blame in the June 2nd accident that killed Kyle Bussey and Philip Roberts. An OSHA investigation concluded that the men had climbed up to the top of the bottle to determine if a feeder mechanism was getting the coal. The two victims were then buried after the coal in the pile shifted. A third person was able to escape. The crew was employed by Savage Services, a subcontractor at the Comanche plant in Pueblo. That company now faces more than $300,000 in fines. In its report, OSHA also cited previous incidents that almost turned deadly when a savage bulldozer operator was buried under a co-pile in New Mexico. The Colorado Springs Police Department is looking into an arrest made by its officers. Officials say it involves the October 9th interaction with 29-year-old Dalvin Gadsen, who had been pulled over for suspicion of driving under the influence. During the incident, the responding officers tried to detain Gadsen, but allegedly he became aggressive and started kicking one of them. Police records note Gadsen tried to reach for a knife in the car and was then punched by the officers. While he faces his charges, Gadsden's attorneys, including Harry Daniels, have asked for the officers involved to be charged as well. We'll be asking the Attorney General's Office of Colorado, uh, the District Attorney's Office, whoever who have the powers to be to make a call and and, uh, and do what's right here. Uh, an assault took place. The assault took place on Dalvin Gadsden. He didn't assault them. Gadsden was eventually arrested and taken to the hospital. Colorado Springs is not going to defend one of its first responders. The city council voted yesterday to deny firefighter Wesley Cosgrove's request to cover his criminal defense costs as he faces a charge of careless driving resulting in death. Cosgrove was responding to reports of a man lighting a tree stump on fire in Dorchester Park. This was back in October. He ran over a woman covered up in a blanket. Cosgrove believed it was a pile of trash and discarded items. Only two council members voted in favor of defending the firefighter. Leaders in Monument are approving an investigation of the town after allegedly misusing taxpayer funds ahead of November's election. Council members voted in favor of that investigation last night but put off hiring a special attorney. Mayor Pro Tem Kelly Elliott says that the investigation will look into the town paying for yard sides that encourage voters to approve a ballot question having to do with Monument's home rule charter amendment. It's whether it was uh, yes or no on whatever ballot issue or particular person that was running for the election, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me 
is that the taxpayers' dollars were spent without their permission on one side of a ballot issue. The expenses allegedly violate the state's Fair Campaign Practices Act and a 2023 budget ready to go in Colorado Springs. City Council approved the $1 billion spending plan during their meeting yesterday, which covers all city departments. Among the items included in the budget are cost of living raises for employees, more public safety positions, and money for programs dedicated to fighting litter. Mayor Southers stressed the importance of those raises for workers so the city can stay competitive and continue to add depth to the workforce. More sunshine here for the midweek. Still cool and breezy as we head into the afternoon. We'll look for highs in the mid and upper 30s around Colorado Springs. Get into some low and mid 40s out across the southeastern plains with winds out of the northwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour. Clear and cold overnight once again. We see morning starts in the single digits and teens. Again, mostly sunny and cold tomorrow afternoon with another front working across the area. High of 32 degrees for Colorado Springs, 36 in the Steel City. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.